Welcome to The Redress, a new weekly fashion podcast where we'll be discussing style trends and our endless quest to create an elevated, wearable and cohesive wardrobe. Episode 7. How are you? How is your May reset going? Do you know what? It's going really well. Thank you. Yes, I had a day at home just relaxing, resetting and just channeling a bit of self-care. You're feeling better for it. Feeling better for it. How about you? How are you getting on? Yeah, good. I went home after last week's episode and literally went into my wardrobe, pulled (laughs) everything out that I didn't feel like was me anymore. Not that I'm going to sell, get rid of all of it, but just going to go through it and I just feel more cleansed I need to do that on my beauty products and my makeup as well but now I feel good managed another 5k run I'm so impressed I was very impressed with myself (laughs) yeah and it's been good then we've had a busy day today haven't we we really have it's been amazing though hasn't it what a great start to the day yes we was invited to Julia Sarjois has just done a collaboration with Frame and we went for a breakfast for the launch in Selfridges and yeah it's amazing she's amazing isn't she so lovely as well? The collection was so full of colour, vibrant, really cool pieces. So her. So her. She can look involved in everything. I've got such a girl crush on yeah, her. Yeah, me too. I was literally like, I was sat next to her at the breakfast. I was like, Julia, where are your shoes from? And I literally wanted to know where everything, obviously she was wearing the collection. She yes. had on this gorgeous co-ord that Ebony's also got now. A tie-dye co-ord and a lovely fabric, a cool shirt and pants. And where I need to inject some colour and print into my wardrobe, when I saw her in it, I was like, yes, that is incredible. Yeah, looked amazing. And I picked up some army style They are so you. When I saw those, I was like, Em, I know exactly how you're going to start them up. Yeah, pair of flip-flops, nice t-shirts. Yeah, no, really lovely collection. That's a really nice way to start the day, wasn't it? Yeah, really gorgeous. And then we went to Whistles. Yep. The Super lovely, impressed. Yeah, the lovely store on St. Christopher's Place. The edit, the merchandising was just gorgeous in the store, wasn't it? Really good. I think actually that's a classic case of, we're going to talk a little bit later about it, but I'm a bit of an online shopper. Yeah. But actually going into the Whistles store today was a bit of a game changer for me and really just like picking up the pieces yes. and feeling the quality. Yeah, we had a really good try on. You definitely tried on the Ida quilted coat that I yes. wore last week. Oh, it's so, it just felt so nice on. Isn't it's like it you nice? say, it's got a bit of that Frankie shop vibe, but almost like an easier shape, I would really, say, than the Frankie shop. Really easy and lightweight and just, you put it on and I was like, yes, you looked amazing. The whole out, basically everything you had on this morning, you looked so good in. Oh, I felt really good in all of it. And it's so rare for me to go into like an actual changing room of a shop and love everything I put yes. on but I, yeah I did feel really nice they had the suede fringe jacket as well that I, I feel like I'm always on the lookout for the perfect one and it's, it's funny such a good isn't fit. it I tried it on too before it's not a me piece no. but I tried it on and I was like yeah I feel so good cool, in it yes. but I didn't make the plunge but when you tried it on today I knew that it was a piece that I think you would just I think that's wear. Going to be my first piece of my Glastonbury wardrobe yes so cool and then we have been out and about today it's been a long day hasn't it for us an early start early start we've but... still got more things to do today which is great yes but you had um, a really lovely afternoon the other day watching the net presentation yes net supporter every season do this amazing presentation This one was held by their market director, Libby Page, and she just spoke through all the new season collections, all the new season trends. And it's just so, so interesting. I love hearing about all like things that are selling really well. So she mentioned that a pair of trousers from a brand called High Sport are selling super well. So of course I was like immediately checking them out. (laughs) Yeah, I've just showed Ebony and they look amazing. They do look nice. Kick flare, look really flattering. 
they are in my basket. I will check before I buy them to make sure I'm allowed. <laughs> um, what else was she saying? Oh, she described autumn winter as elevation, luxury, and wearable. And I thought, God, that's really just what is, we stand for at the redress. So it was pretty that nice is to it, hear. isn't it? Yeah, so nice. And what a nice insight to get directly from the brand itself. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So and cool. it's actually got me excited for autumn winter, which is weird because I've not even had summer yet. So Yeah, but we need the summer. Don't, don't, don't rush, don't <laughs> no, rush. So last week we talked about and introduced the redress style challenge. And obviously you went straight home and you cleared out your wardrobe which I was so impressed. You sent me a photo and I couldn't believe how much you'd already got ready to have a look through. That's how needed it was, I think. So it's going well and you've gone through your wardrobe. Yep. It's going really well. There's lots of pieces on there, but some amazing pieces, but ones that I just haven't worn. So yep. I've just got to figure out what to do what, what to do with them because there's no point keeping them if I'm not going to wear them. No, that makes sense. And I actually found a piece that I haven't worn for ages. And I talk about my wardrobe being very edited, but actually when you don't visit your wardrobe enough, there are still pieces in there that you've forgotten about. And I'd forgotten about this scanny blazer, which I felt really... Such a good blazer. Yeah, really I can't believe that you'd forgotten about that I one. I know. Well, that takes us on nicely to what we're wearing. So I'll just start. So I'm wearing a grey granny blazer it's a bit more streamlined shape from the front but at the back there's like a big vent and it kind of swings at the back so it's kind of like a kind of coat blazer which I'm so glad to be reunited with last week I did my quick fashion errand and exchanged a t-shirt and got the new Amy Leon Dore t-shirt in a grey I've got my trusty a gold washed black denim on my grey Adidas gazelles. And again, I was carrying my Givenchy Antigona bag. I needed a bag that was going to carry me through morning to night with all of the things inside. The why is that I'm on my feet all day from 6 until 10pm tonight. So I needed to be relaxed. All grey. I've actually talked to my t-shirt and you inspired me to bring out one of my belts with a silver buckle. Yeah, and I just felt really comfortable. I wanted good? to. Yeah, I felt good. I'm not as dressed up as I thought I would might be this week, but I think... I had to be realistic about how long I was in London for. So I thought, let me be comfortable. Still a bit put together, but yeah, effortless and easy. Look gorgeous. Now you have showed up this week. I have showed up. I told you I was going to. <laughs> We're actually really coordinated. We, though. Always, we always seem are. to do it, I don't have, we? Yeah, we I always know. are. So I've also got a grey blazer on. This is the Ray oversized one that's yep. belted. And I've teamed it with a dish slip dress. Yes. So, yeah, just last night I was like, okay, I'm going to wear this slip dress. And, you know, when you get the idea in your head and rushing, obviously, again this morning, <laughs> I was like, please, please work, please work. I'm going to miss my train. And, yeah, I felt really good when I put it on. So, dish, slip dress, and then my Prada loafers. I've added some little black. I love those socks. Pops. Do you like them? Yes. I was, I actually had a little glance down early and I was like, I need to ask Ebony if my socks actually I do look those. nice like this. Where are they from? Just from Amazon. Are they? Yeah, literally Send me buy the link, like a, please. Yes. Buy a packet of them. Yeah, I don't know. I just think they add a little something, don't they? But no, I do feel really good this morning. I felt nice when I put the outfit on and I felt like it's worked well throughout the day. Yes. It was obviously at the breakfast and I wanted to feel elevated, but then we've also done a lot of walking around town yep. as well. So my loafers are really comfortable. And I've also finished the look off with my Neos box bag. I love that it's bag. It's gorgeous, isn't it? So it's Quite small, but it's really structured. It's so chic as well, isn't really it? Really chic. Yeah. So that's my look today. So last week's episode, we talked about resetting for May. And on this week's episode, we're going to be going a bit deeper into our shopping habits, conscious shopping, really looking into our wardrobes. Yeah. I've been a bit more mindful, I think, isn't it? 
you're really good at creating and planning looks. Obviously, you do that with your job and you've got an amazing bank of imagery. Have you started creating looks for spring, summer? You know, your seven looks. That My you seven do. looks. Yeah. So yeah, I do this thing every season where I pull together seven strong outfits that are quite elevated. So they work for things that I might have coming up over the next couple of months that I know I can turn to and put on and feel feel my best in. I haven't actually started putting okay. them together yet, but after now sort of doing my wardrobe sort out the other day. You're in a better place. I'm in a better place to start doing it. But I've had a few sort of ideas of Ooh. what I want to do. So I think definitely what I've got on today, feel good. So that's probably going to go in there like a slip dress blazer. And it hasn't got to be the same pieces every time. You can sort of mix and match, but a variation. So slip dress, I can put any different blazer on with it yeah but that look also I've mentioned on previous episodes but that monochrome look like a white trouser black blazer that's definitely going to feature and I'm sure my denim will feature in there but no I'm sharing on my Instagram when I've done it but it's so helpful just to have those looks yeah of course ready to go do you leave the seven looks out no I don't I probably just take take photos and just have them yeah so no I don't I don't have them out but just sort of have yeah, in my head ready to go amazing such a good way to do it so we talked about me last week and that I need to kind of inject some freshness into my wardrobe I've come up with an analogy it's a bit of a funny one but bear with me so I think what I've got is the bread yeah right so I've got the outerwear the accessories the shoes the, the out the coats the pieces right but where I'm lacking is the filling. Okay. So I feel like I just don't have enough fresh pieces, the clothes, the the denim, the, the tops, yep. the dresses. Where I've been so good with pre-loved, like I said last week, I need that fresh injection. But it's almost like the start of the outfit that I need yes. to get Almost more I used to have that the other way around. Yes. I've spoke before about having like my must-have pieces and I had a time where I had too many must-have but not enough of the bread yeah so now I, that's when I have that like 70 30 approach but yes. yeah I, you could definitely get some cool pieces though I yes. think you need definitely Ooh. a silk shirt okay yes you've tried on a couple recently uh-huh. and you've not been completely sold Ray have got a gorgeous <gasps> one a cream silk shirt and I just thought I could so see ebony in that like tucked in with your jeans and a belt okay and then your oversized blazer on the top that's what I need so, like bring in them elements that you're comfortable with yes just something yes that's what I need I feel like I've got those pieces that finish the outfit but when I'm getting ready I'm sometimes not excited because of you start with the filling portion and then I can style it out with the coats and the bags and the shoes but I feel like I want to be more excited about the the filling part that's why I think with like a capsule wardrobe it's never been I understand it and I I do think there's a, a place for it but for me, I need those exciting pieces. Yes. I, if anything, yeah, I'm too drawn to them pieces. And, and I've paid it to too safe. To like pull it all together. Okay. So I definitely need you to help me with some pieces that I might need to buy. I'm going to find some for you for okay. sure. Okay. So for us, mindful shopping does mean being more considered buying rights, taking the time to really think about what we're spending our money on and how much longevity we can get out of products, yeah, right? Yeah, that's it. It's not about stopping shopping completely we both love fashion we both love clothes yeah but it's just making more considered purchases yeah and on this week's fashion journal we wanted to kind of touch on pre-loved smaller independent brands and navigating the high street so let's start with pre-loved 
Yes, this is your this is your <laughs> domain. So I was saying earlier with pre-loved, I feel like if I walk into a vintage store, mm. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. I don't know where to look. Sometimes it can all look quite similar. Yep. Um, not quite sure what I'm looking for. So I think the best way for me to shop pre-loved would be, um, well, last night was a good example. I went to a screening of the film Sliding Doors. So yes. it's a film from like the late 90s with Gwyneth Paltrow. It's amazing watching it again, such actually. Film, it's it? such a yeah. good film. It's their 25 year anniversary so they did a screening of it at the electric in notting hill part of the sliding doors podcast which is brilliant and the fashion was just it was so interesting looking at it because it's still it's so relevant now where like yes. the 90s have all come back and Gwyneth Paltrow just looked amazing oh. like so chic so timeless she had on like leather blazers and oh. slip dresses and even like wider leg jeans and like shorter t-shirts and just incredible but so for me with vintage shopping it's almost inspired me to go do you know what I'd love a vintage leather mm. style jacket and search for more specific pieces okay I think that is less overwhelming for me than walking into a shop yep and trying to find a gem I don't know if I've got that in me you have but I think what you're the way for you to probably start is to find that specific item and hopefully if you find it or bring you some joy then it might obviously encourage you to shop in a different way for me I do like to peruse the rails and edits I will edit down into categories so I think right I look at a blazers shark coats dresses and I often find gems that I didn't know I needed but obviously I'm always making sure they can work into my existing wardrobe also thinking about asking questions to whether if it's online, you know, asking customer services or if you can DM an Instagram account, always checking the details, yep. making sure if you can return an item or if you can't, being really sure that that purchase is for you and not being afraid to make any minor repairs. I think yep. that's always important. You may find odd flaws here and there. So if you can make those work, sometimes those purchases are just good to kind of buy but yeah I just love to look through and find those gems and do you feel like if you're say you're shopping in a charity shop yeah and the prices are all really good do you find yourself buying more pieces then no no you're still really considered no, yeah okay so when I go into a charity shop I'm straight to menswear that's my okay. first place because often I find that the women's wear isn't the pieces that I'm looking yeah. for the men's is where I style. find like cool blazers. I even find suits that I've, you know, tailored and got the trousers um, altered. Really nice oversized shirts, even cool pieces of oversized knitwear. So for me, I, if I'm in a charity shop, I know exactly where to go. Whereas if I'm in a vintage store, I've been, you know, lucky enough to visit some amazing vintage shops in like Paris and in Italy when I've been traveling for work in my previous job. And I've just spent time just looking through the rails and looking at fabrics. It's having that time and patience, yes. I think, isn't it? Because I went to the Rose Bowl flea market yes. when I was in LA years ago. Me and Libby went and I was so excited to go and yeah. I really wanted to buy something and I did. I bought a grey sweatshirt. It was so like <laughs> and exciting. And I had actually I had like dirty tissue in the pocket. I was like, oh God, I don't think this vintage shopping is oh. for me. But I think that's it. Maybe I don't know. I really wanted to find something. Yeah. And, oh, like pick it up. Oh, I got it, you know, at the yes, Rose Bowl flea market. Yes. Exactly. But I just couldn't find it. And yeah. I don't know. And sometimes you don't, but there are times where I've walked away and said, you know what? I could get carried away yeah. and buy another oversized shirt. Or I can just Got leave you. it yeah. and, you know, and, Don't and need save it. that money. And then what about prices? Obviously, charity shop prices are yes. very good. Yeah. But like vintage stores, have they got a lot more expensive over the years? I think so, yes. And obviously with the cost of, you know, 
certain brands and Zana brands spiking up. Yes. I think that is then reflected often in on pre-love sites, unfortunately. But again, it's just being mindful of budget. Again, wearability is it something that you can wear over and over again. Is it a timeless, lifelong piece? Or is it something that you're just like, I'm so excited about, yeah. I'm in this element, I want to take something home. I think you have to be very mindful about that. And I think that takes time. I think you often can find the item, but I think you have to spend some time also maybe going into the corner thinking, really, do I need this? Yes. Am I getting Not getting away? carried away. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so next week we are going pre-love shopping. Definitely. <laughs> so another way to shop mindfully is by looking at independent brands, something I've always been a real big fan of I think it's going back to my when I was a buyer it was quite a small store we didn't have huge budgets Mm. and actually it was a smaller more independent brands that had lower minimums that could allow us to to buy whereas you know the the designer brands sometimes it was like we was outpriced so we used to go to the showrooms in New York and Paris and just like literally spend a whole day walking up and down all these little stalls it was always the stalls where the girls had the outfits on oh. and was looking cool that would like draw us in. We was like, oh my God, she looks amazing. Like, and this what? is so nice with the smaller independent brands. You'd meet like the founder or the designer or yeah. the creative director or the owner and you just had that little relationship. There's a connection yeah, straight away. Yeah, it was really lovely, isn't it? Yeah, 100% would make you buy into that yeah, whole brand. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so that, I absolutely love doing that. So I think even now, I think it's harder, not harder now, but when Instagram first come about, it was such a great way of finding brands. Yeah that were a little bit more under the radar, whereas now nothing stays under no. the radar. So it's almost... You always have to check, like, is it a small independent it's brand? It's so true. Like, you don't know. This is it, because yeah. it gets the word out for the brand. Yes. So what are a few independent brands that you are loving at the moment? So I've already mentioned this brand before, but I'll mention it again. So Mother of Pearl, and also the beautiful film Fashion Reimagined, which is on Now TV. The creative Amy Powney is obviously on a mission to create a sustainable collection from field to finish garment. And that brand is gorgeous. They have some lovely, really just simple, elegant pieces, like core pieces that you'd have in your wardrobe. I was going to say, actually, really good pieces for you. Yes. For your, your saying to yes. get that, the, the filling. Because they are simple elegant timeless but they've got a little nod of something like the the details just are stunning yes and you can they've got a little edge to them yeah and you know that amy and the team have paid attention to those little small things that just make that brand just elevated and special so i love that brand and i don't have anything from it but i definitely will keep an eye out i also love the brand i don't know how to pronounce it properly yate yes it's the travel kind of real kind of based on travel and exploration which i really love that storytelling again which you find with smaller brands is is amazing they've got some very like i would say seasonless yeah modern shirting silhouettes and the branding and the logo is just again you can see the attention to detail. It just feels like there's been a lot of attention and time spent in creating the garments. And then the brand Navy Grey. Yes, love their knitwear. Um, again, their sweatshirts, their cardigans, the tonal palette. And I think it's lovely that they've been dyed without using kind of like harsh chemicals. And again, they're seasonless, very simple, kind of very simple staples. But again, the brand has a lovely story 
obviously great sustainable principles to it too as well which I love so yeah those are the kind of three brands I wanted to mention love all those brands I've got a Yate striped shirt that I bought a couple of years ago that Ooh. green and cream it's a gorgeous fabric really thick nice they've also got the matching trousers oh. now which I keep looking at I might have to you know you, I love, love a co-ord, co-ord. Yes. <laughs> I love co-ord. <laughs> so brands for me what ones am I loving at the moment so envelope 1976 oh, and again I think it's because I follow the founder yes. um, Celine her name is but I follow the founder on Instagram and love her whole vibe and style I met her actually when I went to Copenhagen for fashion week she was there at like the trade show putting out all the pieces for me and talking me through the collection they've got some like gorgeous lace pieces all like the fabrics that I love like leather silks tailoring and just it's got that edge to it which yes. I absolutely love it's definitely a brand that I I've got some silk trousers from them from last year but I want to invest a little bit more in the brand and then also a brand called Libero which does really cool jackets they're all designed in London like luxury jackets made in London but real statement you know I also love a jacket like I feel like when I'm wearing my jeans and t-shirt just getting a statement jacket is just such an easy easy way to elevate it they're actually going to be stocking on Little Porter soon which I was really excited oh, to exciting. hear yeah Another brand I love is The Garment. I also saw their collection when I was in Copenhagen and they're like vintage inspired pieces. Mm. Again, almost like those pieces that you're talking about. It's like those elevated staples, like gorgeous silk tops, gorgeous colours, nice fabrics. Yeah, gorgeous. Going back to, um, you talked about Envelope 1976 and kind of having that connection with was it the founder? Or the founder, founder? yes, Celine. It reminds me of Ellen Kling. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. So back in the day, I used to just follow Ellen and style. and She was like one of the original oh bloggers, wasn't God. she? I absolutely loved her blog and getting an like, insight into her life. It was amazing. Screenshots of her brand, like of her like just, oh, she looked incredible. She doesn't really post much Not anymore, really, does no. she? Obviously, she's busy. Well, she's <laughs> the founder of Totem. Yes. So, which explains why... We both love Totem. Yeah. So I think it's sometimes it is getting behind the designer, the story, that relationship, which makes you feel a connection to that brand. Yeah. And you might have to, you will pay more for these pieces. But actually, you know, we've met a few founders of smaller brands and you, you know, you hear how hard it is. How hard it is. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's it. So that's why the prices are slightly higher. But you are getting something that is, you know, usually more sustainable. Yeah. And, and I think it's treating those purchases as investment pieces. Maybe like you say, spending a little bit of money, extra money. But those pieces will hopefully last you for a longer time. Yeah, well, we, we met Pip, didn't we, from yes. With Nothing Underneath and the shirting and just from being in her oh. store. And it was just so, I actually told my sister yesterday. So my sister is more of a high street shopper. Okay. And she was saying yesterday she'd gone into H&M. She was like, I didn't really see much in there. And I said, you know what, you love shirts. Why don't you not buy yes. some high street pieces for a little while and actually invest in a with nothing underneath shirt and see see how that feels, the difference of yes. having that piece. Yeah. It was lovely to hear Pip's story about how the brand started, the difficulties, the challenges, obviously the highs, the lows. And again, you couldn't help but feel like you wanted to champion Pip. Yeah. I think that's really lovely too. I think that's what made us feel like, yeah, that's such a good brand. And again, the shirting is just gorgeous and timeless and some beautiful colours great fabrics so talking about navigating the high street so I don't really shop on the high street much I definitely want 
the same longevity from any piece that I buy, but I don't want to make a quick fix purchase. And I have friends that will say to me sometimes, gosh, you spent a lot of money on that one item. And for me, it is about it being an investment or it's something that's very timeless. And I definitely have friends that will buy on the high street week after week after week after week and almost don't love those pieces as much and they yeah. become throwaway. So how do you navigate the high streets? I know, you know, you definitely find some really amazing pieces. I see on your Instagram and I'm like, yes, I love it. Then I go onto the site and it's definitely gone. So how do you, how do you navigate it? The, well, the high street is really important for me. I yeah. think since I've started, you know, working as a content creator and actually it was just a natural from my own style. It was very yes. high, low. I would shop the high street. I would also buy designer and contemporary brands. So I always want to keep that mix, even though I guess over especially the last few years I probably have gone towards more contemporary brands but yeah. I definitely keep a really close eye on the high street and actually think sometimes it's more special because I am really only sharing those yeah. true gems yes but I think your point on it not being throwaway years and years ago that's definitely how I okay. think I did see high street it was just I'd be on the hunt for like the perfect white shirt and I would just like pick up every, every time I went into Topshop mm. I'd pick up another one and now of course that's that's not how I shop and not yep. how I look at the high street. I don't want to add to my wardrobe and add to the noise in my wardrobe unless I absolutely love it. It's not a case of, oh, this is only like £20, so I'll yes. just get it because it's only £20. Like that for me is definitely not what I want to do. I want to love everything the same in my wardrobe. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's just, I mean, I obviously keep a very close eye on it. So I'm always checking the new in. I guess if I'm shopping on H&M, I would look at H&M Trend or the yep. premium pieces first, like Cos and Arcade. I know you do shop in there as well. Yes. The Atelier collection. That collection that's from recently Cos. just dropped is stunning. Yeah. And the imagery, the styling, the photography, just it looks looks it does yeah and obviously the, the price points are higher yes of course um but I think you're getting yeah what you're paying for with that for sure there's actually a couple of pieces that I wanted to to show you they've got a um wasted blazer and a, a silk skirt as okay. well and I just thought oh that's that's just so like, that would look amazing on you and I love like the colors the creams and the blacks um yeah I think I mean, listen, I really, really miss Topshop, the oh, store. I know. Everyone. I know. I mean, oh. they've got Topshop on ASOS, and I, I have a little look every now and then, but it's not the same as going into the store. But for me, I actually, it's a hard one because going into Whistles today was so much better for me to go in and try it all on. I tried this amazing bandeau dress on. It's stunning. Oh, it's so gorgeous. It's like ankle length, it's like that perfect length. At the minute, I think I'm really into a longer length skirt or nice. dress instead of midi. I feel yes. like it was midi for so long and now I'm into that longer length. But with Topshop, I definitely would get carried away because I'd go into like the personal shopping. <laughs> Everyone that worked there just looked amazing. Oh. They'd all be walking around in these incredible outfits and I think I would get carried away in that moment and yes. almost like embody that brand yep. and come away with amazing pieces but that might not actually, when I got home and into my own wardrobe, I probably didn't wear them as much as, yeah. you know, if I maybe had ordered them online and tried them on in my own home with my own wardrobe and not got carried away and swept up into the moment. So, yeah. So what are your go-to high street? Oh, like you said, H&M Premium, I think is amazing. You have that lovely like boucle jacket that I missed. And I just saw that piece and thought, oh, that is just an impactful statement piece that could 
easily elevate a simple jeans and t-shirt yeah. so h&m yes cars yes arquette again i just think they just do such good fabrics colors shapes i think it's like you said it's more so looking at different collections and edits yes. within the bigger high street name so those are mine really and i'll have to mention again i know we talked about whistles the quality of the leather and the cashmere is amazing again yes a slightly higher price point but a lot less than a contemporary brand and actually gorgeous silhouettes and you know you can find really beautiful pieces i think you just have to look and 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 search yeah it's just for me it's just literally about that mindset it's just not going in just add into your wardrobe for the sake of it yeah and whereas you said where you can spend like 20 pound a week 20 pound a week that can equate to 100 pound you could have bought a shirt for 100 pound perhaps that you valued more and 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 stayed in your wardrobe for a lot longer so yeah I think when shopping the high streets just being mindful changing your perspective and looking for that same longevity as you would if you were spending more on a piece I totally agree so I think on next week's episode, we should go in a little bit more into what you're going to be buying to for your, for your filling and yes. your sandwich. <laughs> I'll be sharing my wish list with you and getting you to okay the items before Brilliant. I splurge. Fantastic. Yeah. Go pre-love shopping. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to next looking week. To it. That's it. It's sort of like shopping and fashion is exciting, isn't it? Yes. And I think it's just that mindfulness that we just all need to be careful of I guess yeah again it's supposed to be fun and I think again it goes back to our reset it's where we're at and it ties back into the redress style challenge yes so with that in mind the final portion add to wish list thinking about those smaller um, contemporary independent brands what's on your list so a latest discovery for me is a jewellery brand called Dorsey and it's a vintage revival jewellery brand and it's quite blingy pieces. They're like lab-grown diamonds, bracelets, necklaces and I actually sat next to Julia at breakfast this morning. She had just like a single Ooh. diamond like bracelet on it. It looked just so chic. Or you could like wear them all layered up. So that's something on my wish list. Okay. They're gorgeous. Also a t-shirt from a brand called A Turn. So the brand is founded by Chloe Bartoli, who is a stylist. And it is just really relaxed, timeless pieces, t-shirts. Actually, a girl was wearing one of her dresses this morning. Oh, and I was it. like, oh, your dress is lovely. Like, where's like where's that from? And she's like, oh, A Turn. I was like, oh my God, I've, I've been looking at that brand recently. Yeah, just you can get like the closer fitting t-shirts which I think I'm looking into a bit at the moment because I'm wearing like more of the wider leg trousers and jeans yeah just gorgeous elevated basics and then also a book from Aurora James called Wildflower I listened to her on a podcast last night and she's got an incredible story so she's the founder of the brand brother the accessories brand brother veils Brother Bellies, Um, and she's also started the 15% pledge in America. Amazing. And so it's her memoir about starting her brand. How about you? So, yes, thinking about my new uh, wardrobe and a fresh injection, I've gone for two bags this week. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) You're allowed. (laughs) Yes. So the first one is by Flattered. Very kind of Scandi vibes. The products are designed in Stockholm and then handmade in factories in, I think, Italy and Portugal and Spain. So really gorgeous. And it's um, a suede clutch, and the colour is called clay. I mean, the colour sang to me. It's beautiful tonal clutch. I thought that would be a really beautiful piece to add to my kind of spring wardrobe. The second bag is from a brand called Savette. 
Oh, yes. Oh, Listen, any any bag from that brand would be fine. So this is the timeless luxury, oh, isn't it? Gorgeous. Like quiet, no, sorry, quiet, quiet luxury. luxury. Yes. So it's like leather crafted bags, but in very new and modern forms. And each bag is made outside of Florence. So, yeah, any bag, any bag. And the founder, Amy Zurich, only designs bags that she feels are necessary. So I thought that was a lovely... Is it a new brand? I don't think it was, I think it was established in 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I've, I've just, just seen it pop yeah, up a lot same. more. And I just think, so chic, like the little top handle bag and the, oh, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And finally, a new brand that I found this week. It's called, the brand is called Maria McManus, which I guess is the, is the founder. And the brand withholds some beautiful, responsible principles. So it uses less water, fewer chemicals, and then obviously less waste. Maria, I guess, was born in Dublin, but lives in New York. And the brand again started in 2020. And this is dress, which I think is amazing. So it's called the Teardrop Rib Dress. And it's a full length dress. And it has like small openings at the um, shoulders. And it's made from organic cotton and recycled cashmere. So where it's a very simple piece, I just think that little... Not Amazing. Of skin, and where can be. you buy it? Is it direct to consumer? Direct from a site, yes. I do think it is. Um, I'm sorry, I think I've sort of a site and Essence, a few different other oh, okay. um, online sites. So we'll love to link them in the show notes. But I just thought really timeless, really gorgeous. But again, I love the principles of the brand. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. we'll link everything we've spoke about as always in our show notes. So you can find all the links there. Yes. So thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed listening to how we approach shopping and being a bit more mindful and conscious when it comes to fashion. You can follow The Redress on Instagram at The Redress Podcast and me, Ebony, at Ebony Louise Francis and M at Emma Rose Style. We also post the video version of The Redress to YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe to the channel and leave us a comment if you've enjoyed the episode. We'd really love for you to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps others find the show and please do share the redress with any of your friends that you think might also love the show as well. Don't forget to follow the podcast wherever you listen, then you'll be the first to see new episodes each week. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Bye. 